After spending last week recovering from that awful flu, it's time for episode 74 of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Who brought home a state title in football? Who's going to be participating in something elite in the United States? And much more on the local Sunday Sports Podcast. Welcome to another installment of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Visit theleewmowen.com slash podcast to subscribe and listen on your favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, Breaker, Radio Public, PlayaPod, Anchor, Pocket Casts, and so many more. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Gem on Queen Crown and the host at The Lee W. Mowen. Like the Facebook page, The Gem on the Queen's Crown, the Cincinnati and Dayton Sports Podcast. Music is provided by freestockmusic.com. Now, it's time for our host, Lee. W. Mowen. Just a heads up, this episode is not going to be long, and also my voice is still not 100%, but let's start off with state title football scores. Week 15, this would have been... I guess two weeks ago now. We'll start off with Division One. Colerain Cardinals out of Cincinnati going for the title. Unfortunately, Colerain falls short 24-10 to to St. Edward. In Division Two, Winton Woods fell in the state semifinal game to Massillon, Washington. And Akron Hoban comes up with a 42-28 to win over those Tigers. In Division Three, from Kettering, Ohio, it's the Ultra Knights representing the state, and they fall short with a 42-6 loss to Kenston. We'll skip Division Four as we go to Division Five. Middletown Madison lost to Wheelersburg, who lost to Johnstown Monroe, and in the state final game, Johnstown Monroe falls to Orville and the Red Riders, 49-34. In Division 6, Marion Local was the only state title team from last year to be playing for another one. The Flyers fall short to Kirkland, 16-7. Division 7, you'll have Macomb, 28, and Gloucester, Trimble, 3. And for Division 4, Wyoming caps off a perfect season with a 42-14 win over Girard. The Cowboys are the Division 4 state title winners bringing home that trophy and banner to Cincinnati congrats go out to all the teams that got to the playoffs and got to the state title game there was a day where the Sunday schools went 0-3 I believe it was Coleraine last Marion Local first and I believe it was that altar game that day as well again sorry that I didn't get to it Last week, 
I had a touch of the flu, and it made my life a living heck. We got some NFL scores from this week. The Los Angeles Chargers defeat Cincinnati 26-21, to although the Bengals had a few bright spots, one of them being Mixon, over 130 yards, and a touchdown. Cleveland 26, Carolina 20. That gives the Browns their first consecutive home win since 2014. And the Browns are 3-2 and two under interim coach Greg Williams. The Pittsburgh Steelers fall to the Oakland Raiders 24-21. And what would have sent the game to OT on a field goal? The kicker Boswell slips and falls and the Raiders hold on for the W. And Indianapolis 24, Houston 21, which snaps the Texans' nine-game winning streak. Big win for the Colts after being shut out by Jacksonville the previous week. 6 nothing. Those Bengals, whew. Didn't the season start off with Cincinnati 4-1, and 5-2, and two, and now it's snowballed all the way to... What is it now? A six-game losing streak? Something like that? It seems like it's two different seasons. It seems like ancient history now where the Bengals were looking really sharp and this was going to be a year for an AFC North title. Nope. Not anymore. Just, I get that there's so many injuries happening to the Bengals, and it's unfortunate, but every team's got injuries. Football's a physical sport, and... You never know when something's going to happen. But those folks on the IR and injured, they don't make silly mistakes. They don't cost games. It's it's just, it's getting bad. It's it's gotten bad with the Bengals. And, you know, you're, you're counting down the weeks that, oh, well, time to prepare for another draft. Playoffs aren't in the future. The Browns have a better shot at the playoffs. They'll need help, but the Browns have a better shot now compared to the Bengals. So, yeah, an interesting, an interesting go around to say the least for local NFL football. Colts look better. Pittsburgh, eh. James Conner suffering a high ankle sprain, but the big showcase with New England. Connor might be back. I'm hoping so for my fantasy football team's sake, but we'll see. NFL, and that's the last of the local football scores outside NFL scores until we get to the bowl games, which, by the way, Cincinnati's in a bowl game. Miami is not. You're eligible if you get six wins, but that doesn't mean that you will be picked to play in a bowl, and the Red Hawks, unfortunately, not picked to continue. The Bearcats are, and that's cool. And there is a college that is not local that people want to go to the national championship game, and that's not happening as well. Darn. So now we move along. That was football scores, and we are talking about the update on the Roberts demolition. Go back a couple episodes talking about that whole place being demolished for an entertainment center. Well, if you want to go see what Roberts looked like, now's the time to do it because the plaza is completely gone now. 
They're moving quite quickly, actually. I think the building might be down by the end of the year, if not the first week of 2019. So, yeah, they're demoing quick. I don't know if that's the right word, but there you go. So, hopefully, that becomes a new sports scene in West Carrollton. I uh, don't think they've started the Spike It LLC building on the other end of town, but it looks like it passed with flying colors and West Carrollton's meeting about it, so prepare for it to be open October, I believe, of next year. So, there was something cool I mentioned in the opening. The Dayton Raiders, which no is not the combination of UD and Wright State's athletic programs. This is the youth swimming program in town. And yes, the Raiders name is based off Wright State and their swimming program, which has been cut. The Dayton Raiders coach Megan Carlson and swimmer Hannah Lebamoff have been selected to attend the elite USA Swimming Paralympic Select Camp and the two will participate in the 2018 U.S. Paralympics National Paraswimming Championships over in Tucson, Arizona. They left early this morning, and their camp will run starting this Thursday, and the meets will begin Friday through Sunday. It's something really cool when when a local program gets to send some representatives over to represent Dayton, Ohio in something for your country. So good luck to Coach Megan Carlson and swimmer Hannah Labamoff. And you can find that on their Facebook page, Dayton Raiders. And that's where I got that from. Some hockey scores. The Centerville Elks had a three-game swing, and I broadcasted all those. My voice is still a little hoarse from all of it, but that's why this podcast episode is going to be a little short today. The Elks fell at Finley, my first time at the Cube, 13 to nothing. And it's the warmest rink I've ever been in because we have a heater almost right in front of our faces. That was pretty nice. I wish other rinks had that where we're in the ice house and we need heat. The Elks also fell in the Hockey for a Cause game, 6-2-2, to the Springboro Panthers. Panthers now 5-1 and one on the season. Great start for first-year head coach Nate Reynolds. The Elks and Panthers did combine to raise $2,007.10 to Dayton Children's Hospital to eradicate teen suicides and help with their programs. And I mentioned it on Twitter. It was great to be even a small part of that and... It's huge that Springboro's been doing that. It's it's nothing new, the hockey for a cause. It's been about certain causes that affect, you know, the Springboro community. But this one, it affects, you know, all the youth in the area. And I don't have any official statistics for it. I know I've went through my, you know, dark days and my fair share of thinking about suicide, but... I, I am happy that this cause was for that, and it was a packed house. And these people did a great job, so definitely, definitely something that I'm proud to be a part of. And then the Elks defeated Mason 11 to one Sunday afternoon. That's your look at the Centerville Elks 
hockey scores. Again, I'll be live with them through most of the season on YouTube, and I'll share the link on Twitter, sometimes Facebook. You can give me a follow at the Lee W. Mowen on Twitter, and Facebook is Lee W. Mowen. Also have a little bit of sad news as Mark Schlemmer has stepped away from Kinder and Schlemmer for a while uh, due to health issues. He wants his privacy, so don't, you know, badger him for stats. But Mark being my good friend, I I am sad for him because he's a good talk show host. He's a good radio guy, and he's a good Daytonian. So it did make me sad to learn about it, but... Health comes first. You got to take care of yourself before you think about anything else. So recover quickly, Mark, and hope to see you again real soon, my friend. I know college basketball is going on. The Raiders are in a tough stretch right now. They lost three in a row, but they will play NAIA Northwestern Ohio this upcoming Thursday. The Flyers are looking good. They battled quite well in that second half to Auburn, but fell by 10. Flyers looking pretty strong. Obi Toppin looking pretty amazing. A couple of blocks, a couple of dunks per game or your money back. So college basketball definitely will be a bigger topic on episode 75, but I just wanted to prove I haven't, you know, forgotten about the podcast and I was legitimately sick. And didn't think that doing a podcast was the right thing to do. Especially since my voice was very, very hoarse. So to talk a little bit more about episode 74, just to let you know that I am doing okay. And I can't believe that 2019 is almost here. Another year has gone by. I mean, excited for the end of the year stuff. The 2018 Greater Miami Valley Wrestling Association's Holiday Tournament will be the last full week of December, that Thursday and Friday. Can't wait to be a part of it again. And we're going to have great teams. Hopefully I'll be able to make an episode about it, uh, maybe an interview or two to go around. I know that... They want me back to announce, and I can't wait. Hopefully this year I am not sick again like I was that first year and the last year at Wright State. That's me knocking on wood in case it doesn't go through the microphone. So I'm pretty pumped for that. Uh, the week before, we'll have the Mayor's Cup that's hosted by the Centerville Elks. It's rumored that once upon a time the Dayton Mayor handed out the cup to the winner. The Elks have won in back-to-back years. It's Centerville, Beaver Creek, Kettering Altar, and Troy that participate for the Mayor's Cup, and I can't wait to see it. But first we'll have, I believe they'll be at Altar and at Elder before we get to Mayor's Cup talk. I'll have all those calls on YouTube for you Friday, Saturday night, and Sunday morning. And hopefully you'll join me for those contests. Also have the Miami Valley Freeze Tournament, which is at Hobart Arena, hosted by the Troy Trojans. Friday, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get up to Troy for the Elks game, because that's the last day of the wrestling tournament. But that's also a fantastic tournament. It is six teams, if I remember right. It's a lot of fun to call, a lot of fun to be at Hobart Arena, especially since that's the first hockey bar built in the Dayton area. 
and it doesn't look like it was built until last year. That's how nice that remodel is done. City of Troy takes very, very tender care of that rink. What else is going around the Dayton area? Well, hopefully not that flu, because like I said, that knocked me on my backside for a good solid week. I'm finally starting to feel a little better, but you know how that goes. Personally, I do have a big job interview for a backup PA role at Miami this afternoon, and I'm pretty nervous about it. So, you know, your best wishes and everything would be very deeply appreciated. Not sure what will come out from it, but it'll be nice to be on the campus of Miami University. It'll be my first time at MU and my second time overall because two years ago we were at the Gaughan Ice Center for Centerville versus Talawanda. And this year it's scheduled to be in the main rink. I can't wait to be in that press box. So, yeah, job interview. I'm pretty pumped about it. Also pretty nervous about it as well. Like I mentioned, episode 75 will be more of the college basketball roundup. I just wanted to throw something quick together because I missed a week. There will probably be a special episode. I'm not sure when that will happen, but look for it in the coming weeks before 2018 wraps up and we'll talk to you again for episode 75 that'll do it for this edition of the gem on the queen's crown the cincinnati dayton sports podcast also unfortunate news this podcast is not running for the best local podcast on dayton.com there's five others you know but that's not mine so oh well i guess we'll talk to you for episode 75 This has been another installment of the Gem on the Queen's Crown, the local Cincinnati and Dayton sports podcast. Closing theme by James Anderson from FreePD.com. Follow the podcaster on Twitter at the Lee W. Mowen, spelled T-H-E-L-E-W-M-O-W-E-N, and the podcast on Twitter at Gem on Queen Crown. Like the Facebook page, The Gem on the Queen's Crown. For every link and platform available to listen to the local Sunday Sports Podcast, please visit theleewmowen.com slash podcast. Would you like a question about sports answered on the podcast? Send a message on Twitter at either account or visit theleewmowen.com and click Contact Me and your question might be answered in a future episode. Thank you for listening and your support of this podcast.